Hey, welcome. This is Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. And I'm your co-host, James Parker. On today's episode, we're going to talk about when is an annuity the right tool to use for you. We've compiled some show notes and a helpful download on fixed annuities. Go to winningatlife.com slash podcast 18. That's winningatlife.com slash podcast 18. Hey, Gregory. So something I wanted to talk about today, and I I ran into a problem, is when you should use an annuity. Okay. When should you use a fixed annuity? Who needs these? When you say annuity, that pulls a lot of stuff together, and I think it actually confuses things. And most of what people dislike about annuities are associated with variable annuities, Uh, high fees, risk complicated. I think it should be more about if you're we're talking about annuities, I would rather talk from the standpoint of fixed interest or fixed indexed annuity. I I still don't know why you would use a variable annuity. If I want mutual funds, why do I need a wrapper around it that has high fees? So we don't want to talk about that type of annuity. We want to talk about those that do not expose you to market risk fixed interest annuities, and fixed indexed annuities. So, you know, I like indexing and utilizing an annuity to link to an index, meaning I'm not putting my money actually in the market. So I'm linking to the upside of the index. And there's different ways to go about that. Simplest and my favorite is participation rate. I'm getting a portion of the upside of the market. And if the market goes negative, I dislike that we got to speak about the negative of those. There's one clear-cut negative. There's a surrender period, meaning depending on the contract, and it could vary any number of years, but typically mostly what I see on fixed interest is typically three to five to seven years, depending on how long you're doing that CD or locking in that interest rate. On a fixed index, it could vary out into double digits. I don't like that. I, I think where I find the sweet spot typically is seven to 10 years out, meaning there's a surrender period, meaning you're going to pay a fee to exit early during that initial surrender period. And it doesn't start over again on fixed index. It's just that initial period. So giving you some basis there when should somebody you ask when somebody should use some i think when you're investing and looking to blend i look at using annuities of the fixed kind fixed interest and fixed index as an asset class especially the fixed index to where you do get you can correlate to stock upside by linking without any downside I think most investors are overlooking it or not even being told about it. When you look at some of the historicals to par rates, it's pretty darn good return. And and yes, their return is less than, say, the S&P stock index over, say, the past 20 years by a couple digits. But if you're looking at growth, it's not going to be very much different. And the trick is the market like in 08, lost something like 38%. So what'd you have to do in 09, 010, 11? You're having to recover lost ground. Well, the fixed index does not do that. That's why it's overlooked. The forgotten 
child. You know, you're just forgetting about a great asset class or weren't even told. You have your little philosophy you call it the 50-50 rule, but there's a place in fixed annuities there in the playbook. Part of the core 50-50 strategy, when we look at door number one, door number two, door number three, door number one, we like to use stock ETFs. We want to get some market. But we don't want to be overweighted there because what's pro- what's a big negative about the stock market? Losses. It can go down. And yeah, they fee you as well. So, But I don't want to put all my money there. As a money manager, I don't want to put all my clients' money there. Door number two, I like index-linked investing. And how, how do I do that? Use an insurance company to take the risk. They take the risk. The consumer doesn't. And door number three, I like Bond ETFs. Why? Bonds just keep kind of always going forward. They're a good part of the mix. So I like to use those three and get it blended. And I like indexes. Why? They skew a higher return historically. I I don't have to go out there and figure which stocks to get because I also understand over the past 90 years, most stocks don't outperform 30-day treasury. So selection is super important. And do you have enough money to get in hundreds of companies? Most cases, you're not. And some of those that you really want, you're probably not getting, like Amazon, Tesla. And the purpose of that is they're expensive. So how many shares of Amazon are you getting? Not a whole lot in my <laughs> Probably portfolio. not one. But you can get that mix inside of an index ETF. And you could have negative things going on with some of those selections, but guess what? The index overall could be moving up. Historically, it's not a lot of companies that it takes to make these indexes move. They all don't have to do well. You could have just some terrible ones in the mix, and guess what? The index is moving up. I guess you can tell I like indexing. Okay, so let's talk about the guy that comes in. Because they call the show. I know they have to come in your office, and they're like, I want zero risk. I don't care if I have low return. I just don't want my money to go south. And when you talk about people, uh, what's your pain threshold? Their pain threshold is zero. Their risk number is Yeah, zero. I would call it like 10 or less. Those people are really zeros in that I case. Like and a zero people. means no risk. So we'll call it a one because zero could have negative connotations and we're not that kind of people. But let's say they're a one. They don't want risk. So you're basically saying, gosh, I don't want door number one for sure. 10 or under, he's probably not wanting door number three because you could just have U.S. Treasuries and that's still going to move around a little bit. What's our doors again? One, two, and three? One, two, and three. I know, but what? One is is stock ETFs. Door number three, bond ETFs. Door number two is index linked using annuities. You blow my mind when you go out of order like that. Why is it out of order? It's just how I do it. Well, one, two, three is in order. You did one, three, two. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just uh, okay. how my mind was working. So there. zero risk, fellas. Zero risk is door number two, and that's where you would be. And if there, and I've got a large number of clients. Is what you know. When we manage a lot of money, we manage a lot of risk money. But we've got a lot of clients that, hey, Gregory, I I don't want any risk. And you know what? That's okay. They don't want door number one. They don't want door number three. They just want door number two. So we'll use an assortment of fixed interest and fixed indexed annuities. And then we'll use cash and CDs as well to get them to where they need to be and create balance, have liquidity and the income ability to generate income. 
we can take those tools also to go a step further. We can help them create their own personal pensions and create income. And tell me, if you've got something like that where you do not have risk, can you mess it up? Can you make bad decisions on risk? No, you cannot because there is no risk. So the door metaphor, that's your asset classes. And most everybody has seen that show. It's called Let's Make a Deal. Right. And, and there's kind of, which door do you want? I want all the doors. Or you can have some, no, I don't want what's behind door number one. So they, they relate that. And we don't have, it's a way to simplify it. Can I throw one quick question at you? Hypothetical scenario. If you're a zero risk investor and you go to a financial advisor, the popular guidance is you're not supposed to put more than about half your assets in fixed annuities or fixed products like that. Yeah, kind what happens of to the rule other? of thumb is 50 to 60% is kind of topping it out. If somebody's putting more, with, the, I just say I've seen some dishonesty out there. So typically rule of thumb is 50 to 60%. Let's say we have a hypothetical situation where somebody already has 60% but they're seeing that three for three and they're wanting to put some more money in it. What I would do is have a conversation with them and say, yeah, I know that, but I've got to check with suitability and see if we can put some more in that situation. Now, it, it depends on their liquidity and such, size of assets, if, if this is a right fit for a person to put more. Give you an example that maybe say somebody with uh, two million dollars that has sixty five percent of their money already in annuities, but they've got a great deal of cash and they're wanting to put another hundred thousand in the three for three, but they have a hundred thousand a year in retirement income, and let's say they have I, th- I think I mean six hundred thousand in cash liquidity, so to speak. You know what? They would do a deep dive and ask some more questions, but an individual could put more in there because of their liquidity and their income. But if you have somebody that doesn't have liquidity and their income is really tight, then you're probably going to get a hard no, that no, that's kind of too much for that client situation. So it's kind of a guideline, but every situation is looked at on its own merit. Larry Metery. You're on Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. How can we help you, Larry? I was uh, wondering what the pros and cons were of an annuity. If a person was going to come into uh, you know, a fairly sizable amount of cash, what would his, his or her better investment be? What would be, uh, well, what is your risk tolerance would be one of the questions. We would have to figure out what your risk tolerance is. Now, uh, when you, be, go ahead. I'm sorry. The risk tolerance would be fairly, uh, fairly uh, safe. Okay. Well, then you're probably talking about fixed annuities because when you put out there generally annuity, that that is a large net. So let's, okay. let's use a smaller net. We're, so if you're kind of say I'm, you know, I want safe money, kind of put it, define it that way. Well, you're probably not wanting a variable annuity because there's. Those are basically mutual fund wrappers. So if you're not wanting risk exposure, you'd stay away from the variables. So you're going to the fixed annuity side. There's one core negative, and it's called a surrender period. Meaning if, let's say it has a 10-year surrender period and five years in, and let's say you put 100000 in it, 
and then five five years in of the 10-year period you're saying i i want all my money out and there might be a fee to exit all at once and that might be five percent hypothetically speaking because usually it starts higher and reduces over that period so Mm -hmm. that is the negative and you have annuities that also have longer than 10-year surrender periods I dislike anything beyond 10 years. It better bring me some good stuff for me to want to be in it more than 10 years. Cause I I've studied this. I've been in this industry for decades and kind of what I find on benefits versus time. The sweet spot is around 10 years. I don't see that you get more benefit for staying longer than having that that now that doesn't mean you're going to jump out the annuity but it's just nice to know that that account's liquid and there's not a fee to exit but Mm -hmm. making a choice on annuity and having an annuity would be that you've moved past the surrender period and it's still doing its job and you're happy with it it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean because the surrender period's over you have to move it this is not a bond that's maturing or expiring but it should be viable to continue to do its job. If it's not, you could move it, and there's not a fee. Mm-hmm. Is there a better uh, solution than a, uh, you know, than a uh, annuity? Is there be- are there better options? Well, if we're getting into what what will an annuity do, it provide. There's fixed interest annuities, and then indexed annuities or index linked investing. So when you kind of speak of fixed interest annuities, it's kind of like thinking about it like a bank CD. You're getting an interest rate for a specific period of time. And this, I'll call them CD annuities. Technically, they're multi-year guaranteed annuities. So you have that period of time. A fixed indexed annuity is where you're linking to get the upside of the market, but you don't have any market exposure. Annuities are backed up by the reserves of the insurance company. So when it really comes down to there's three worlds, the banking world, Wall Street world, and the insured money world, and that's going when I kind of say that I'm speaking about money backed up by insurance companies, Marion Homa, how can we help you? Hi, I have two quick questions. One is on an annuity. I will be collecting. I make seven and a half in September. If I were to want more than what I, you know, put as an income per month, can you draw more? You just have to pay taxes on it. Now, when you say in an annuity, tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, That's the thing. My husband and I talked to someone. We thought it was a good thing that I would have an income after he passed. I mean, I hear good and bad. I'm not sure exactly. This is where you get a monthly income, supposedly until uh, a certain age or until it runs out, depending on how long you live. So it has to be a a certain thing. Is it an annuity with an income rider? Uh, Yes. Is it a fixed annuity or a variable? Oh, well, that I would have to find out. (laughs) Is it an IRA or not? No, it's not an IRA. Okay, it's a non-qualified. Okay. See, if you're using an income rider and go by the income rider, assuming that we're on the same page on that, the income rider typically is to guarantee a lifetime income based on a percentage withdrawal rate 
based upon your age and the base amount of what the annuity income rider value is. Now, if you're wanting to take more, you can take more, but it can affect the value of that income. And you're basically, instead of turning on the income from the income rider, you're just taking distributions at a larger amount that could deplete the annuity over a certain period of time because you're not you're taking a higher percentage than what the guaranteed lifetime income stream is what i'd suggest is you need to look at both scenarios of how that would play out there how long have you had the annuity uh it's just a year okay both are still living yes okay and so it's a joint plan for both of you right Right. okay I don't know any details. Me, I find it hard that we did this for to turn it on in one year. I don't know. You're not, you know, if it's an income rider, you're probably wanting to defer longer to take advantage of the roll up on that. Uh, what I'd suggest, and, you know, all listeners, you've got a question needing a second opinion, Mary. Uh, call my office and let's have a little bit further conversation about this. So um, I, I don't want to give you a short answer here. We want to drill down a little bit more to make sure you're understanding what you have. And maybe we even do a joint call with the company and research this a little bit more. So you have a good base understanding of what financial tool you have and how it works. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. Yes, sir, you have a wonderful day. Thank thank you you, for calling, Mary. And yeah, I'm a money manager as well in my daytime job. We give financial advice, help find where people are along the path. What is their number from risk? And yeah, we manage a lot of assets in the risk world and in the no risk world. So I I know them both well. You can give my office a call. It's GregoryRicks.com. Easy to find or 504-832-9200. We've compiled some show notes and a helpful download on fixed annuities. Go to winningitlife.com slash podcast 18. That's winningitlife.com slash podcast 18. Thanks for hanging out today. We do this six days a week. Catch all of our episodes live and on podcast with the Winning at Life app. What is your retirement story? Let us help you build a retirement story that you will be proud of. Let us be your guide, your Sherpa. My office number is 504-832-9200 or go to gregoryricks.com. Join the Winning at Life Nation. You're home away from the show, winningatlife.com and the Winning at Life app. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management, Gregory Ricks and Associates, W.J. Blanchard Law LLC, Jay Heath and Company, and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Annuities are insurance contracts designed for retirement or other long-term needs. They provide guarantees of principal and credited interest subject to surrender charges. Annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. 
Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute legal or tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates. We are Winning at Life with Gregory Ricks.